The Garnet Wager is a show where three players probe the mysteries of the show crime scene. Or perhaps I should say, they attempt to. Can these three dorks get to the bottom of a murder without getting completely sidetracked by goofs and bits? This podcast exists as a document of their investigation. And remember, trust no one, especially not the Plug Zone. This is The Garnet Wager. Begin. Wait, no, I sink to Alan. <laughs> yeah, you sink to Alan. It's fine. You were... I went Wait, first, what? so you sink to me. Yeah. Okay. I sink to Alan as well. I couldn't I couldn't hear if you were saying anything. Would you like me to do it again? We're good. I, I would. No. Nick would like me to do it again. That's too bad. I, I'm not going to do it. My performance was embarrassing. I'm going to talk over you the whole time. I'm a professional. Hello, but hello I'm and talking. welcome to the Garnet Wager, the premier Korean television game show podcast. This week, we're talking about Crime Scene, Episodes 3 and 4, Case Number 2. My name is Alan Ibrahim. Hello, co-host 6. Hi. How's it going? It's going very well. Hello, co-host Nick. Hello. I'm doing well as well. How are you doing, Alan? I'm thrilled to be here. We're here talking about the second case of season one of Crime Scene. Which right now, I will put a moratorium on you spoiling it two minutes into the episode this time. Did I spoil it two minutes into the episode? Yes. How did I do that? You said who you it said was. You said who the killer was. <laughs> oh, 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 you're talking about in the first podcast. Yes. Oh, yes. The first podcast episode. Why was that a bad thing? I feel like it's it's better, you know, than the... Show suits itself more to us also revealing the details for the viewers as we go along. Six, do you agree with this? I think, yeah, I think there are definitely some people who are along for the ride who have not watched Crime Scene and probably won't watch Crime Scene. And for them, it's a better ride if they don't know. I mean, I until literally at least, watched at, until at least, we reveal who it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, like at least, genius, at least, so. <laughs> at least sixty percent in. I would say. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, thank you for the feedback from both of you. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Uh, I was hoping. I also have a thousand word of notes, so I I might have more actual detail than the episode does, <laughs> so I won't forget things this time. Hopefully. This case kind of warrants that much note taking, though, because it's difficult. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they I feel like they cranked up the difficulty for the players and for the viewer this time. I uh, felt like they were the pace was faster on episode three in terms of them actually doing stuff, mm-hmm. but it's still like it felt it the time felt just as long, but it felt like it was crammed full of a lot more stuff to me. Episode four to me felt like they were they had a lot of time to play around and they yeah. weren't doing as much like productive investigating. They were just kind of it's really funny and entertaining. I think it's a more fun episode. But um, episode three just like cranks through stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, three didn't really feel like one and two to me. Like we talked mm-hmm. about the artifice of it all last time and how it was very like you know just kind of like hey there's these people and they're here on this stage doing stuff. It felt like they yeah. were hiding more of that at first in three and then just gave up on four, <laughs> which was fine. But you know it felt very different from the first two for me. Mm-hmm. And part of that's due to the fact that we find ourselves no longer in Korea but we're in. Uh, the United Kingdom, uh, in our in our case this week, more like the divided uh, kingdom. Hey, oh, modern politics joke. <laughs> okay, well, shall we? Uh, shall I do my summary here? And I came up with episode titles, and we technically did our homework, and we are just on all of the balls. More like the divided fiefdom. Okay, I'm just gonna go ahead here. Uh, we'll start off with the case briefing for case number two. 
On the 24th of May, 2014, at 8.20 p.m., an 18-year-old female was found dead in the art room of a British high school. The victim was Sarah, a second-year student and member of the art club. When the body was discovered, the victim was on the ground with head injuries. The estimated time of death is between 7.20 and 8.20 p.m. The first to discover the body were the victim's classmates, Tom and Maggie. Upon hearing Maggie cry out, the remaining people present in the school at that time came to the art room to investigate the scream. They were the victim's class president, Tom, the fellow art club member, Maggie, the victim's popular classmate, Jane, the popular third-year student, John, the victim's classmate and art club member, Jack, the victim's mother and art teacher, Anna, the mysterious murder in the art room, who killed Sarah? Crime Scene, Episode 3, What's Up, begins now. You know, my favorite thing is that Nick didn't trust me to do audio editing and edit in the music, and so now I can't adjust the, the volume of Nick speaking to music. So I hope that played to yeah, you, listener, because I can't, I can't tweak hey, it. Hey, I, I balanced my levels here. You know, it was in, better than you usually do. Mono. It was definitely better yeah, than usual. That doesn't doesn't mean much. It sounded fine on my end, yeah. Fine? I don't know. But that you did it, just, like, dig the keys from six and, like, throw the keys into the sink. You can just cut out everybody else's track and balance, you know, that if it's clipping, at least, you know. That is exactly how audio editing works. Anyways, yes. yep. episode three, we got these these kids. Uh, this, is an, this is an interesting case because it's not just, like, a uh, in-it-for-the-money situation or, like, last week where... Uh, wasn't last week a crime of passion, or am I mistaking it for something else yep, in my head? It was. Yeah, uh, it's 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 sort of like an old, like a teen love story that goes really this bad. This episode makes me want to play Dankenrampa. Oh, wow. wow! I'm sorry to I, hear I that. I haven't played the third one. I re- yeah. I liked the first two a lot, but like the oh, murder the third mystery one's awesome. and like the setting. Hey Nick, really you know you know how this how, you know how one of the things they talk about a lot in this in this show is motive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just erase that from your mind when, if you want to play Danganronpa. Dead. <laughs> no one ever has a reason yeah. to do anything. They just kill people. Yeah, it's the whole. You know, I feel like it's kind of similar to I guess any like visual novel mystery game because you can't reveal all the info. You know, you can't actually let people deduce. And yet, still, I was along for the ride. And I really liked this game. Actually, you know, t- talking about it as being like similar to a visual novel, there's some hardcore, like actually, Rampa and Ace Attorney vibes in this episode mm-hmm. because when mm-hmm. we are shown the crime scenes, like the rooms, they're like, hey, we're going to make it easier for you to see the clues. And then it cuts to like, here's a shot of this angle of the room. And then like labels pop up leveling every <laughs> item like you could click on them. It's very, yeah, very gamey, honestly. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite Gabriel Knight uh, chapter, honestly. <laughs> Put the tape over the hole, and then when the mouse runs through, you get the, the fur on the tape, and then you make the fake yep. mustache. Good memory. When did you? When's the last time you played Gabriel Knight? I have never played Gabriel Knight. Do you just know that? Uh-huh. Wow. I love Six's... <laughs> never forget that Six's brain just saves all everything. Everything useless. It, if it's useless, gonna I say, Is it worthless? You. Check. I'll, t- I'll keep it. <laughs> Is that a is Gabriel a Dragon Ball Z character? No, Gabriel no. Knight's an old PC uh, point and click adventure game. Oh, very nice. No, you'd know that uh, if it was a Dragon Ball Z character, it, it wouldn't be like Gabriel. It would be like Jacket or something. There'd be a name that was clearly just an inanimate object. 
I could be a Jacketo. And it sounds awesome when they say it in a battle. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a guest this week. It is actually Henry again, which I, yeah. is cool. Cake Factory. Okay. Do you say Cake Factory? Yeah, don't worry. I'm erasing that from the podcast. Um, I'll, I'll insert something. I'll insert something really stupid in a computer voice to punish Nick for being a, 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 I love it like a Twitch ba- Twitch chat douchebag. Um, I said, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go on. Um, Dungeon Rumpa. So, I am mad at Henry. Oh shit! Why? What'd you happen? Okay, so I'm going to spoil one thing. If I, if I may, if I, can I exclude someone from being the criminal? Is that okay? Well, you have one third of, of the wheels of the reins. Take them. It's not Henry this week. Okay. But two weeks in a row, I would say this week more than even last week, he just actively sabotages the investigation in such a way that it actually makes me irritated. Like, you talked about this case being harder, and it is. But it's partially because one of the players is actively fucking everything up by being a jackass. Like, he's kind of funny. I get that. And I, I like him as a person. But what he's doing for the game is bad. He is ruining the game. I agree with you at points. But then he just, like, turns it on. And when he turns it on, you can tell, like, he's the only one later on an on-site investigation that finds a certain piece of, like, evidence that could have been damning. He, like, actually... I feel like he like switches back and forth a lot. Yeah. And then at the midnight hour when they find the button in episode four, it's like, oh, my, uh, what, hey, Henry, is this your button? He's like, uh, I don't know what you mean. And it's like, dude, you if you're not the guy, then don't do that. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's really bad at convincing people he's not. He, he literally says one time, I have, there is no evidence that I am not the killer. And it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why? Uh... Right. Oh, right. When they're on the so podium, good. and he's like, "I got nothing." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, "Okay, great. Um, okay, great. Thanks, awesome." It feels like it feels like he has some fun with the game, but he's not invested in the outcome. Which is like, I get it. That's kind of fair. But you need to play along for the sake of the show, my dude. I'm Keith, like, Keith Carberry. Yeah. Listen, if you right? want, you want me to talk about friends of the table, aka a group of friends who are great role players, and Keith J. Carberry. Uh, I can ah! do that. You're so mean. He's useless Anyways, on that Henry, show. He sabotages Henry, things. No, he's not useless. He serves a specific girl. Henry keeps doing this really good Jack Sparrow impression because he gets to be the character Jack here, and he does this like drunken walk. That's, it's a like, very so good. Did you just walk. say it was a really good? Jack Sparrow? I mean, like he doesn't do like a voice, but that walk is very impressive. No, it's good. I, right. Uh, the fact that you identified immediately is good. I mean, he literally like, yeah, that's says Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. I know, but like you, he's planting the seed. I think it works. I understand what you're saying, but uh, it's it's pretty solid work. And then there's also this weird translation thing that they that Bump Diddlyumptious does, where uh, I believe it's Jane and is it Henry's character who I referred to as no Jane and John, John and Jane, uh-huh. the hot guy John. and the hot girl. Yeah, what is up with that? So they call the hot guy John a sun bay. And I was really hoping that was a Korean thing that Alan was going to explain, but I guess not. No, Alan can Sunbae. explain that. That's fine. Sunbae is like, uh, it's like senpai, right? It's just older student. I mean, it's older student, or it can, in a different context, be like older, like, I mean, I guess, again, like senpai, oh. it can also be in the same discipline, right? Yeah. So if you're at a job and someone's been there longer than you, they're your senpai, so. I so. thought it was a slang for, like, hot dude. No. I mean, it, you know, listen, it can, you know, hot it's, up a classmate is. is a thing, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but it, yeah, okay. Sunbei is uh, people with more experience in like work or school than you, and then Hubei is like less experienced than you. Mm-hmm. They oh. use it in K-pop a lot. That's why I know that that term. Yeah. Um, but he, the, but the subtitles specifically refer to them as the hot guy and the hot girl, which just feels weird that that's their role. It's like you're the attractive couple. Um, I think <laughs> Hyunmoo plays into it extremely well, and it's very funny. Um, but honestly, the funniest stuff in this entire episode is the English. I yes. think their English is fucking good. Yeah. Well, uh, well, at least their accents. It, their well. accents are great. When they switch, it's incredible. But NSUNG is also was born in America, sure, so sure. like when she does it, it's like I I could have a full conversation with you. There's no there's no translation barrier in the slightest. But when Hyunwoo does it, and he's it's like someone taught him what's up, and he's like what's up, what's up. <laughs> <laughs> and Henry also that's the only word he knows basically. So like they'll be like Henry, I need you to come to the interrogation with me, and he goes what's up. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I mean Henry's Henry's playing. He's from Canada. He knows how to speak yeah. English. Henry speaks English fine, but he just is doing a goof. That's true. Sure. I forgot. Kyunmu, like playing. during the one-on-one, though, he turns it on. Like, yeah, he really he does. He was starting yeah. to talk. I think it was with Yunji. It's just like, wait, what? Okay, my Maybe darling. He does. <laughs> Ugh, my darling, so yucky. My darling. <laughs> it takes until episode four for Yunji to be like, "Stop doing that. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird that you're doing that that thing to me." Uh, There's like a huge age gap. Also, we. <laughs> I know we're having fun, but like. <laughs> Uh, they have some investigation stuff early on and bringing back the classic genius thing of like really good music licensing polls. We get this like electronic remix of the who's who are you? <laughs> I was <laughs> cracking up. It was so weird. Like, <laughs> isn't it? What? a Like, I don't know. I guess I assumed that the who would be an expensive thing to license. And it's just this throwaway bizarre thing. While it's just like, <laughs> look at these people. Who are you? And it's just like, what, what, what are we doing it's right now? Baffling. Yeah, yeah, I love those weird music choices. Uh, there were <laughs> so a couple ones where uh, I was like, "Do I know this from something?" Yes, you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The answer is definitely. Um, people continuing in the investigations to not know how to use cameras well in the slightest. I, I have uh, to push back. Six, you said it was like some sort of crazy DSLR with a focus. It's a shitty Polaroid camera. I watched it again. <laughs> oh yeah, last week you were like, "No, they're not." There, you said they were good cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, fair enough. I, I feel mean, like they have you know, they have a focus on them that they're not using though. They're like just okay. and framing and stuff. But whatever, we're not here to like be the <laughs> Professor Oak in Pokemon Snap. Like oh, the great of the Porygon. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, all of the text messages. There was okay. This is the thing that was hilarious to me that that Henry isn't the guy. Um, they find phones that have all these text messages in them, and it feels like early on that is like their biggest lead is all these texts Uh and all of them are jack just being like man i could kill her you know what i would really love is killing her right now i could kill you sarah (laughs) like i mean it felt felt so obvious right it's just like this show is is not going to make it like oh hey here's a phone on a chair over here and it's just a person being like i did it here's a picture of me with the body and a bloody knife i mean like it's not going to make it that obvious it seemed like a clear red herring but there's too many layers for me, so I like triple guess myself yeah. on that thing a lot. Yeah, it, it and it ends up feeling weirdly simple when you understand the truth of it. But mm-hmm. um, also, we we mentioned last week how like it, it, they never found the best clue, and that would have solved on the case. It felt like in this episode that they in this case that they saw they found the best clue, and it was a red herring. 
or, or like they found the worst one. possible clue at the worst last second. <laughs> yeah. Also, they didn't notice the true best clue, which is the the we'll talk about it. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> before we go on, let's actually say who people were, <laughs> so we don't get sure. confused. Yeah. This it was actually easier for me to remember this episode who the names were in English because they're yeah. English names. Uh, and I already forgot. Sarah is the person who the student who was murdered. She's an art student. Her best friend is Maggie. Who is played no, by she doesn't have any best no. friends. <laughs> well, she's the other art student. Yeah, she's the yes. other art student who hates her. Who hates her? Why does she hate her? Because they're both rivals for the. <laughs> they're in competition. The, yeah, oh. they're in competition for the <laughs> art, the, like competition. There's like there's like there's the too art. many details yeah. here. Yeah, Gino is playing Tom, who is the student council president and also former like in middle school boyfriend of uh, of Sarah. Uh, I believe that's correct so far. John is being played by Hyunmu. He's the hot one. Uh, and then you have Jane being played by N.S. Yoon-ji, who is the hot girl, I guess. that's Again, this is the terms that the subtitles use, not us. I mean, and then, it's, so by the way, they're acting. It's clear, like, I don't think that's a liberal translation on Bob Diddley's yeah. part. I think it's just the show being a little weird. Yeah, I think that's it's more that. Um, and then uh, Nick, your favorite. What is her name again? Jiyoon. Park Jiyoon is playing uh, the mother. Who's the mother's name? Oh, wait, no. No. Is she not? Bangul oh, no, is I'm missing, I'm missing two people then. Yeah. Okay, Bangul is... Uh, or no, you say the name properly. Bangul? You got it. You're close yep. enough. <laughs> She's Anna, who's the mother of Sarah. But and really, the Park stepmother we learned a little bit into this first episode. And then she turns into a pumpkin. Uh, yep. And Jiyoon is Maggie, the fellow art student. Art right. club member. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You nailed it. Uh, that that gives us our, our players. What did you all think about this this whole this whole first investigation? So I feel like more than the previous, like there were two things that made this one harder to me. Um, mm-hmm. one is that you're dealing with high school kids, right? And it's like, <laughs> right. On the one hand, it's harder to imagine a high school kid committing a murder, but on the other hand, kids are pretty impressionable and so it's like also though once you've once you've accepted that this has happened you can believe any motive because kids make really fucking bad decisions yeah the moral at the end kind of talks about that and then takes it in a stupid direction that i hate but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll, get, to we'll that. get there um but yeah it definitely feels like anybody really really anybody could could have a, a legit motive because they're teens and they could do anything uh-huh uh with with little to no like big motivation uh i feel like Juno and his character he was like embodying a weird shitty aspect of the student president per persona <laughs> he kept like yelling at people like if he was talking over them and he they would repeat or they'd talk back he'd be like i'm talking be quiet who, like, who showed up to the episode this week like honestly who was the per who was the genius person who showed up in the first case and then who the hell came in this week because yeah like Juno acted totally different I think he did early on. Strange. I feel like by the second episode, he did the thing where he just kind of is like, yeah, that is weird. Yeah, I agree that that's strange. Wow, weird. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, early in this first one, it just felt like he was... Um, I mean, he just he came to play. Exactly. <laughs> Knives out, <laughs> which is usually pretty fun. Uh, there's some nonsense early on about Henry um, continuing to do like fake... Instead of the dousing <laughs> rods this week, he has this whole thing about physiognomies, which is like the is that a shape real word? of... 
Is it a real word? Yes, it is a real word. Okay. It's sort of like uh, phrenology. Phrenology is like the shape of your skull determines your mental capacity. Uh, it's like bullshit yeah. scientists from 100, science from 100 years ago. <laughs> Physiognomy is like the shape of the different things on your face, like the, the positioning of your eyes and mouth and nose and, and ears determines yeah. if you're a criminal or not. <laughs> just stupid. Yeah. Um, that's I didn't find that stuff very funny just because like pseudoscience frustrates me because there are people who still believe in that kind of stuff. Uh, and every time he brought it up, I was like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, okay, that's fine. Uh, but he's also good. At, he plays some instruments in this episode, which is funny. <laughs> Dude plays piano. When he finds a violin, he just starts jamming on it. <laughs> I think that's that's one of the superpowers you get when you become a K-pop star is you just mm-hmm. get all your instrument proficiencies leveled out at the same time. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, the hot seat. I think my two favorite segments on crime scene so far are the hot seat and then the one-on-one in, uh, in interviews. So hang on yeah. for a second. Yeah. There wasn't me. a hot seat last time, right? No. And they, they, they added they acted, a new segment this they time. They acted like they're like, oh, yeah, the hot seat. Here we go. Everybody uh, remembers the, the hot, hot seat. seat and I was like, what is happening? Like, did I just completely forget? Because the rules this time and the whole, like, game structure definitely evolved do you think that they recorded the hot seat last time and it just sucked so they just didn't put it in they didn't air it it's Mm, possible i wonder i don't know they they didn't it feels like it would be hard to edit out like mistakes or certain just like any entire segment it feels like it'd be hard to edit out well because every once in a while people just go back right i guess if if there was no revelation that bad yeah uh, the hot seat is basically like so. Th- most of the segments on crime scene are like we put people into a situation where they can talk to each other and ask each other things. Either you use your photos to present evidence to the rest of the crew, and then you talk for x number of minutes, or in the case of the interrogations, you pick one person and have ninety seconds to ask them anything. Mm-hmm. Or in the case of the hot seat, one person is placed in the center, and everybody gets to ask them everything, which is like really good in the good cop bad cop way of like we're gonna just throw. Uh, hardball questions at you until you crack uh, and it also leads to some really good improvisational comedy when everyone is like why did you do this thing I don't know anything about you what am I asking you right now did you kill her why did you kill her they're all having so much fun like when they all put on their school uniforms like oh my school uniform <laughs> like, <laughs> Yunji takes a selfie she's like when am I going to get to have my you know school uniform yeah this on is again? a once in a lifetime opportunity <laughs> to be an adult in a school, school uniform mm-hmm and uh, yeah, it's just really fun. Like I, I think that's the thing I'm enjoying more about the show than the genius is that everyone, even when like on the genius, you're having fun because the game is interesting. But on this, you're just having fun because it's fun to do like a character. Yeah, like they like it does. It doesn't have to be. Um, the game doesn't have to be necessarily that interesting. Last time, you know, we mentioned Ji Yoon was the one who really like never broke character, mm-hmm. and this time. Well, you know, most embody the character. I feel like this time just everybody went for it and, like, nailed it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, these are just, like, easy, silly characters to play. They're inherent. Like, yeah. playing teens inherently means you get to be a little bit silly. Yeah. Uh, instead of being, like, you must play a businessman. <laughs> uh, and then we get our mystery hint at the end of the first episode, which uh, I like that a lot. I like that they end on, like, it's not a revelation, but it's just, like, oh, a little, like, a little snack a little teaser for for what's next and it was just a bunch of lockers so okay so end of, end of first episode we're looking at you know like we've had a bunch of clues we had some investigations we've had the hot seat where are your heads at at the end of episode one well episode three but we're gonna say episode one for the purposes of part one right uh tough question i think 
and just because I, I watched them both back to back. So I kind of uh, like they blend in my head. But I think I did not think it was uh, Henry's character at all huh. in that first episode. I only started to suspect him when there was evidence. Um, I, I kind of like default lean on Jino just because he always plays so suspicious. Huh. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, this guy, could he be, is it, is it that simple? And then once they had the, um, him being the ex-boyfriend revelation, that's when I was like, mm, I got question marks on this boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My head was, uh, I was tired and my head was spinning by the end. I, and I tallied up my notes and I'm like, oh, that's a uh, thousand and ninety four words of notes. And none of them helped at all. <laughs> like it helped to get my head straight and like get the overall narrative and it helped me to like get into the episode and that was like part of the thing that makes me want to like watch more crime scene and play Danganronpa. Oh my god. It was just, you know, I was into it more than I I thought I would be. Everybody so they, you know, do the initial vote before they break for the episode and there was four votes for Maggie for for Dayoon and one for Tom and one for Jack. I was pretty sure it wasn't Maggie. There was just so much evidence. None of it was like damning against her, but there was like a plenty of motive she could have had. You know, she might have had the opportunity. It was like there was an hour in which she was unaccounted for from like seven twenty to eight twenty, which is when the time of death was. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know, like you can tell, you know, June's having fun with it, right? But she also kind of could have a look on her face that, like, maybe she's withholding some info and maybe she was the criminal. It just seemed like people were ganging up on her too easy. And I think if I went back, it would probably be a lot of to know, like, trying to funnel that, you know, people's suspicion onto Maggie. I didn't think it was Maggie. I was kind of suspicious of Jane, UG's character. Hmm. Just because, I don't know. Like, she was playing, you know, like, popular girl. It's like, oh, I'm ditzy. Ha, ha, ha. Why would I have done this? And then it was like, oh, no, actually, Jane told Maggie that Sarah had, like, you know, beaten her in an art contest, basically, mm-hmm. because her mom, the art teacher, had set her up for it. So, like, Jane was stirring crap up, and it came out that Sarah, like, was copying, what, like, Jane's clothes and how she, like, put on makeup or, you know, whatever Yeah, she that had. was her motive. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know, maybe she was like, you know, crazy jealous. She snapped, something like that. But I did not think it was Maggie, like mm-hmm. most people thought. Yeah, I mean, I I thought I was leaning on Maggie at that point. I mean, so Jack seemed way too obvious. Um, <laughs> I thought that with, I mean, Anna, I think none of us at any point in the episode suspected Anna. That she's the stepmother, correct? Yeah. There's mm-hmm. no, like, they were, they even say, like, oh, she has a whole thing where she wants to live vicariously through her daughter. And it's like, yeah, so she wouldn't kill her. Yeah, there's, a, there's <laughs> well, actually a well, there's actually a point where they're like, so maybe you were so mad at her. And she's like, wouldn't she try and kill me in that case? Yeah, is that, <laughs> this case doesn't make any were, sense like, if I did it. They found books on, like, conflicting books on, like, being a tiger mom and then being, like, yeah. compassionate and relating to her daughter. And, like, Sarah wasn't fulfilling all the dreams that Anna had for her and there was stress because you know stepdaughter maybe she was getting in the way of her time with her husband she was going to kill the daughter I don't I don't know I didn't I didn't but it was all very wishy-washy yes yeah um and I didn't at any point suspect Jane either personally um it was for me it was Maggie because like I mean 
I thought that the shirt being buried in her um, her desk, like pr- they said, pretty deep in her desk, was like, mm-hmm. okay, that seems like they went out of their way to hide that, so that could be, like, real evidence. Because, like, after mm-hmm. last episode and after seeing, like, oh, here's the, here's the decisive clue and it's kind of, like, tucked away in this closet and you could easily <laughs> miss it. It's like, okay, so there's this concept, I think, in, on the show of the harder the clue is to find, the better of a clue it is. Yeah. And that's so, why the button is seems like the best clue ever because it's like no one will ever find this button. Right, right. And we'll talk more about that after after our little break here. But so it was like, okay, this like this shirt was really tucked away, and at the time it seemed like the most hard to find clue. And it's like, okay, well that seems like then it's the strongest clue. And so I'm leaning towards mm-hmm. Maggie. Yeah, that's true. John, on the other hand, like you know everything. The <laughs> motives I said for Jane that is basically the only motive John would have had. Yeah, Yunmu's character. Yeah, it's like oh, his girlfriend really hated this girl, so <laughs> he's gonna kill her. So he's gonna <laughs> do like, it. Like okay, I guess maybe, but yeah. But then again, they say after the first vote, like nobody's in cahoots. This is this this show relies on it being a one person crime <laughs> because if they're in cahoots, yeah. then like the issue of who quote unquote did it is just too complicated. Sure, but yeah. also I mean, there's you know. It's easy to envision a circumstance where, where you know, sh- where Jane is like, God, I hate that girl so much. I just wish she would fucking go away. And John says, I pick up what you're putting down. And it's like, well, I didn't fucking tell you to kill her. <laughs> that would be a true Danganronpa like move. Yeah. It's tr- well, no, with a true Danganronpa move would be if a third person <laughs> overheard that and then killed <laughs> and killed the person and In the then hope to win the love of Jane and then but like was ultimately counting on getting caught so they could give a grand speech about how it's all meaningless and then kill themselves. That'd be Danganronpa. Da 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 da. Also, uh, Hyunmu looks Hyunmu looks like Harry Potter with his glasses. He super does. Good catch. His striped tie or whatever in your school uniform he looks like he looks like like pro like like epilogue harry potter like harry potter older (laughs) as a cop which yeah yeah uh he looks like a bandaid on his nose cursed cursed child harry potter there you go there you go no he looks like waldo from where's waldo what are you talking about (laughs) what waldo's really i can't say that that's mean waldo's really thin ugly Mm -hmm. he's really thin oh has some cheeks He's Yon built. He's built. built. Yeah, no, I'm oh, not. I'm not. I'm just go. saying, like, he's not. He's not gaunt enough to be Waldo. Okay. If anything, you saying that's mean is mean. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I apologize. Hyunmu is excellent. It's fine. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to point anything at you, mm-hmm. uh, other than my love arrows. Uh, that is the all of my notes. The extent of my notes for the first episode. Well, let's talk about some homework. We won't normally have homework, but or will we? Well, I don't think we will. But we will have or something in between episodes. Um, and for this week, we've got the WWE 13 video game custom story ghost problems. And also, by association, ghost problems more if you happen to watch it. Okay. Did uh, you know that we did because we watched all of them together after recording I, the first episode? We didn't watch more together. Did we not? No. No. Oh, I did. So we watched what happened after last episode, a peek behind the curtain, the behind the scenes of the Garnet Wager. We were all hanging around in the Discord. (laughs) (laughs) And then Six, I think, just posts ghost problems into the the, uh, the Discord chat, and we all watch it. And then Alan takes the the moment, and he pastes in, I think, a Korean uh, K-pop music video. Yeah. 
Okay. And there's then Chung I posted ha, another the, the like, Chung Ha video, correct? Music video. Yep. Spin the wheel, so, make a deal with a ghost. Uh so there's not actually that much to say about ghost problems except for that it rules. Um so what WWE 13 mm-hmm. was a video game that came out in 2013? I think it came out in 2012 because most of these sports games come out the year before. Okay. They actually Did you say play for, they the come actual for... game? Oh god no. What, do you think I have a death oh. wish? Christ. No. Is this just a meme? Is Ghost Problems just a prominent meme? It's not, uh, no, I wouldn't into? say it was prominent. It's just a thing I happened to encounter and was like this is incredible. Okay. Okay, I appreciate that. What's you know, incredible the about Ghost Problems? The incredible thing about Ghost Problems is it's a it's a real wonderful combination of like first of all, the beautiful limitations of the WWE game storyteller, which mm-hmm. basically has like ten different cutscenes, and you can swap characters in and out and sort of edit the backgrounds. But it's like people are either talking, or having dinner, or choking each other, or getting hit by cars. That's basically the only things they can do. Um, those can't eat. It's true. Good to know. Um, and so combine that, like when you want to tell a wrestling story, it's like, okay, fine. These two are having dinner and then one of them gets mad and throws a drink at the other and then they wrestle, right? Like, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. You can tell a wrestling story with that. But when you try and tell stories that aren't wrestling stories and fit them into this, the mental and writing based gymnastics you have to do to make this make sense, where it's like, Someone is, as an example from a different story, where you're walking and you see a suitcase on the ground and the dialogue box says, is this a time machine? And the character picks up the suitcase and starts running and says, this is time travel, here we go. And you're like, wait, what? That didn't, what? Oh, I guess that was time travel. Um, Where you're just trying to shoehorn things into context that make no sense. And you combine that again with just some really, really... Mm, some beautiful writing <laughs> just some really special stuff and uh it's it, it's, it's just really cool it's like uh it's watching like amateur stage play where it's like we don't have sets and we don't have good actors or we just have like puppets basically we and we this, don't have a good play and we don't have a play we don't have a script so we're just gonna like put this couch in this garage and we're gonna have this guy looking upwards and gonna say i hate ghosts and then the referee's gonna walk up to him and he's gonna say i'm a ghost and then we're gonna have just like 15 seconds of complete silence and you're going to tell me what that means. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. It's, it's like watching the best of like uh, like freshmen in theater class in high school. Where like most of that's terrible, but a few of them are bad but funny. And you're like, this, this is, mm, this is beautiful. This God. is just weird enough that it's perfect. Good. Like I love avant-garde shit. Like especially when it comes to stupid jokes or memes. It's just that I love, <laughs> I love just going for it, like breaking all the rules in a dumb way, and then occasionally it's you know good for a chuckle. So, so Ghost Problems was you know very much enjoyed by me. Me too. It's 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 weird and special in a way that I like. Mm-hmm. Ghost Problems more Nick, which you did not view uh, at least. Okay. So it has a branching path. I've only seen one of those paths, but in Ooh. in the one that I saw, it ends with uh, the the main character. Uh, running over the ghost with a car mm-hmm. and then going to his funeral and pointing and laughing at the coffin. But then the ghost bursts out of the coffin, declares ghost can't die, and then slams the main character in the coffin and closes on him. And the main character says, okay. <laughs> Whom's among us People die okay. when they are killed. It's, it's special. But all that said, 
I think it's time to move on to our next segment. We could go straight into our next episode, right? But mm-hmm. I feel like we've taken such a tangent from the world of mysteries that it really would be easier if we were to ease ourselves back into it. Here we go. I'm excited. And so I'm here excited. is our first opportunity for you two to win garnets in this season of the yes! Garnet Wager. Yes! For part of an ongoing scoreboard to see who can win the season. I I have to say, with all the Danganronpa that I was feeling, if I had had more time, and if Jen, Jen Uncle would have had more time, I was really considering asking her to just join us at this time and run a Danganronpa trivia session. I thought, you know, better of it in the end or, you know, didn't have enough time to plan it, but it would have been excellent because I also want Six to have the opportunity to win Garnets, you know? It's okay. You know, I've accepted that I'm going to lose this season because I have to be GM um, and that's fine Um, because that means I also get to win. That's really big of you. I get to make you all dance to my tune. Um, So I was... That's really small of you. I was planning something to do with (laughs) Dragon Ball, um, but Nick doesn't know anything about Dragon Ball at all. Yeah, we've... Only well, from talking with Six about how they're all vegetables or other food names. Gohan so, means lunch, you guys. It, no, it doesn't. It means breakfast. <laughs> Basically, it's breakfast. Same thing. Asa it's Gohan food. would be lunch. Um, anyway. Asa Gohan is breakfast. Oh, you're right. I was thinking Hiro Asa Gohan. Gohan I'm stupid. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Uh, but I think something that everybody here knows is Mario, right? It's a me. That that whole that's that spaghetti loving uh, cartoon man. Ah, yeah, I love him. It's me, Wario. And so now oh, it's time for our <laughs> first ever entry of our new weekly segment, fan fiction murder mystery. Okay. I have gone Here out and read numerous fanfics <laughs> centered around the idea of a murder mystery, and this first one happens to take place in the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> Okay, I'm ready. I'll provide you with the prompt, and then I will ask you who killed them. And you can either, with your turn, you will take turns. You can ask me a yes or no question, or if it's like a minor level of detail, I might answer. If it's, if it's, I'll let you know if it's not a good enough question. If it's too, too broad, so you can either use your turn to try and narrow things down, or to suggest an answer. Now, here we go. The story in question is Mario Murder Mystery Adventure by writer Owen96. And here is the plot synopsis. Pauline invited Mario and friends to sleep over for the night, but then Pauline and Birdo gets murdered. Who killed them? I'm going to flip a coin now. Nick, heads or tails? Heads. It is heads. Would you like to go first or second? Second. Alan, you may go first. Yes. Ask a question or propose a killer. Any question? Uh, as I say, if it's too broad, I will let you know. So try and Who be specific. Who else was at the sleepover? Uh, Could you just repeat Yeah, the first part? Pauline invited Mario and friends to sleep over for the night, but then Pauline and Birdo gets killed. Who killed them? Uh, okay. I'm going to say that's t- a bit too broad. Because it's just Mario and friends, so it's probably a big... And it's Pauline, so she owns, she's the mayor of a city? Uh, this was written... I will give you this for free. This was written in 2012. At this time, it was not known that Pauline was a mayor. Okay. This is a seven-year-old story. Wow. Uh, hmm. So then my first question will be... Uh, what was the murder weapon? Um... Okay, so I think for the first one, it was a knife. Mm-hmm. And for the second one, uh, 
it is unclear. Okay. Because uh, so that confirms that it's not a single murder, like or a single thing done to two people. Uh, I will say it was two different incidents. It was not In the same. It was night? not a same. Yes, it was not a simultaneous murder. Nick, it is your turn. So this takes place over one night, correct? That's not my question. Sure. Just, yes. Okay. Yeah. Was Pauline killed before Birdo? No, Pauline was killed after Birdo. You may ask another very small question because that question was pretty small, if you like. Was Pauline killed before she went to sleep? Yes. Alan, it is your question. Or answer. What was the method of Birdo's killing? Uh, that, that one I already told you, so I'll say again. It was a knife. Oh, I'm sorry. Then what was the other I'm sorry. The other one. Uh, that was... I'll answer again. I don't know. It is unclear in the story. Oh, it's unclear. I thought you were saying at the time it was unclear. Okay. No. In the story, it is unclear. Interesting. I will say real quickly, just to make sure we're not... This is not a very well-written story. It's not a very good story. Danganronpa. I just want to calibrate our expectations here. It's not <laughs> like... Really there's, like, the up. fact that Pauline wasn't... There, we don't know how she was killed isn't... I don't, I don't personally think it's of deep meaning. It's just the fact that they just kind of like, oh, and she's dead. Anyway, um... But please, go ahead. Uh... Was any... Were... Th- did they sleep alone? Like, were they sleeping in separate rooms? Uh, no one ends up sleeping. Oh. Okay. You can just offer answers if you want. Or ask about... Ask about... Ask questions about the killer. I mean, like, I'm giving you omniscient point of view. This isn't just, like, investigate uh-huh. the crime scene. You can be like, does the killer have brown hair or whatever, you know? Did the killer also have family present in Pauline's, you know, wherever they were, castle, whatever? Huh. Um, no. No. Okay. That is an interesting question. I think that narrowed things down enough that it is, is, is your question. Alan, go ahead. Was that a crime of passion? Were either of them? Uh, define crime of passion for me, like, uh, based on, like, like, you know what? Yes. Yes, it was. Okay. Uh, Nick, go ahead. Was the killer Yoshi? The killer was, I'm afraid, not Yoshi. Okay. I have my final answer. Go ahead, Alan. The killer was Mario. The killer was not Mario. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What? Are you sure it wasn't? We'll talk about about the details after it's settled. Was the killer Peach? The killer was Peach. Yes! Oh, she's jealous. That's what I was... Uh, So, uh, a lot more people get killed. Over the yeah. course of the seven chapters and <laughs> oh, almost Jesus, I just words. found this. I found this fan fiction. Oh my god! Um, so That's I want bad. to read Peach's confession because <laughs> it's a lot. Okay, uh, why? Like blah blah blah. You hated Pauline, didn't you? Said Yoshi. No. Well, yes. You hated her so much that you murdered her. Yes. Yes. Tell us why you killed everyone else. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I killed Birdo because, well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I killed Rosalina because she loves spending time with Mario. Uh, then I killed Bowser Jr. because he keeps kidnapping me. And then Mario helped me kill Bowser and Daisy. But those two I did not mention. I did not let you know that, Bow- that Bowser and Daisy had been killed because mm-hmm. that would add Mario into the mix and confuse things. Mm-hmm. But congratulations, Nick, on winning five Garnets. Yes! For successfully guessing that Peach was nice. the killer in Mario uh... Murder Mystery Adventure. That was... <laughs> You're giving me my my mystery Danganronpa fix here. Uh, at the end of chapter six, Mario pulls out a gun. Hell yeah. Is that a handgun? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I got the Glock. Oh, I got that thing on me. Uh, and then, like, he Yoshi jumps at him, and Mario Mario makes makes that thing go bang. And, and Yoshi's done. Can we just have a podcast where you read Mario fan fiction to us? Or, you know, we can we just have this segment the entire time? You can't have it the entire time, but you can have another fan fiction murder mystery next week. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait for my, my near automata crossover murder <laughs> mystery fan yeah. fiction. I do have to do media that you are both familiar with, uh, so it does narrow things down a lot. Quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Because Nick has not experienced any good media, which makes it tricky. Hey, you can, can give I, homework. Yeah, also, if you, like, I haven't played all of Nier Automata, but if you told me about, like, 9S has the big sticky or something, I'd be like, yeah, I get what that is, because I know who 9S is culturally. Yeah, I mean, like, I think we could have gotten the the Dragon Ball one that I looked up, which is that the person who killed Bulma is Vegeta. But more specifically, it's actually Vegeta's. I, I was I would have counted an answer of Vegeta, but technically, it's actually Vegeta's alternate personality, his manifestation of anger and hate, Dante. Wh- what? <laughs> no relation. This is a strange show. Uh, but what's not a strange show is crime scene. Let's talk about episode four. We like sleeves. You finally, your, your passion finally got to be relevant to the world because it, sleeves uh, it was, were everything. It episode. was my shining moment. I should have posted a, a picture onto, onto We Like Sleeves on, at We Like Sleeves on Twitter. Um, yeah. Turns out the locker that they open, one of the lockers, at least the girl's locker, has like a sick gaming mouse and then an <laughs> like a shitty Samsung tablet with like final destination.mp4 clearly downloaded off of a torrent <laughs> yeah that's and john john just the, has this like weird tablet and a de- and dead space and yeah, like, a, tra- oh, that's a, a trailer a trailer for dead space a trailer yeah this is where i started to be like wait what are we doing like because they're like oh my god she has violent media or they have violent media on their on their tablet they must that must make them the killer <laughs> like uh we is this uh, C-SPAN in circa 2004? Is right. this what's happening Chen right was now? like, no, no, no. Or, you know, Chen was playing John. He's like, no, no, no. You know, it's just, I, I just like the thing. I want to be a film director. You know, would it be better if I watched porn? <laughs> yeah, and then he makes that joke like 15 more times. Mm-hmm. And it gets well, progressively Well, they keep also, you know, funny. making fun of him for... Yeah, true, I mean, true. Having know. a trailer for Dead Space on his dad. <laughs> and he's playing that character, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a trailer for Dead Space 1, so it's like, you know... I mean, like, it's 2017. It's kind of weird that you still have a trailer for Dead Space 1. <laughs> but, like, that was a good game. You know, if you had a trailer for Dead Space 3, I'd really judge you. But I liked... No, I didn't. <laughs> the knee-jerk, <laughs> knee-jerk disagreeable <laughs> from Alan. 
Also, hey, hey guys, John's shirt is like covered in blood, and we're not going to do anything about that. Yeah, I mean, the explanation is that John and Jack were playing basketball, and then Jack threw a ball too hard at John, and John didn't catch it, and it hit his nose, and then he bled all over his shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he blotted it with water in the bathroom. It turns out to be the girls' bathroom. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, God, what is Henry's character's name again? I'm sorry. Jack. Jack. Yeah, and then Jack is like, and then I kicked a broom and broke it in half because I was so <laughs> pissed off. Like what? Yeah, and, <laughs> and the they're text really fixated show on that, that. Like, Jack was sending threatening texts to Sarah for half an hour, and so people are like, "Wait, you mean you were just like really angry alone because you know John leaves to take care of his nose, or whatever? You were right. just angry alone playing basketball for half an hour, sending texts to this girl, and then you woke him up, and that was your life, and it's just like, yeah, that was your yeah. life, yeah, hell yeah." I like all the parts where they're talking about the basketball game and everyone is just saying the Korean word for basketball back and forth. Like, nongu, 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 nongu. That's fun to me. So, okay. I'm going to ask you all a question. Please. Have you seen or read Murder on the Orient Express? I feel like I know of it. That's it. Are we okay with me spoiling Murder on the Orient Express? I mean, I played, uh, what's the video game? Last the Last Express? Express? Yeah. And I've, I've read summaries of Murder on the... Like, oh, I've read plenty of Agatha Christie. Not the movie, the book, but... I mean, you know, the not... movie is also about the same I'm thing. I'm good with you spoiling it. Okay, yeah, go for it. It's every, isn't it everyone? That's the thing, right? It's the, 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 the end of Murder on the Orient Express is that everyone but the inspector killed the, the murder victim. <laughs> everyone lined up and one by one stabbed knives into him. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, it's like it's it's a fun twist in a book, but it also is like okay, this is fucking ridiculous, right? Hell yeah. yeah. Um, and the first case, it was like okay, like 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 episodes one and two, it was like okay, I can like this is a bit far fetched, but I can kind of buy it, right? These are like some shady characters, and none of them like this guy very much, but like I guess I can I can understand this chain of events. It makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. This feels like some Agatha Christie shit where it's like everyone is so suspicious to a point of like it doesn't like I don't everyone had a motive except for I guess John and also everyone literally out loud expressed a desire or painted on a random wall a desire <laughs> to kill her like this is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just really really make, gives me trouble with suspension of disbelief. Yeah, like in Maggie's locker, we find there's like a gift that she was going to give to Tom. And like she drew a sketch of Tom. And supposedly we think that Tom might have liked Sarah. And then also in Tom's locker, you see the picture that says, oh, yes, Tom and Sarah dated in middle school. And also the, these photos they make, they like Photoshop a picture of Jeno's yeah, face. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. <laughs> they're so funny. Like they're such bad Photoshops. Like they're good Photoshops, but they're bad source material and they don't try to be good my favorite fun. is when it turns out that um gino's character is in the group text with everybody else and they're like i'm in the nurse's room i'm getting cut i got an injury and now i'm getting fixed up for it and then yeah. he just posts a selfie of himself being like i'm in class <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so Jinho, yeah it's exactly i'm just picturing him in real life doing that like i'm in class what's up here's a clock <laughs> me. behind me He's got this cheesy grin. Yeah, those those like Photoshop photos were so funny. Yeah. Every time I got to see one of them. 
Uh, this is also around the part where we find out that uh, he was her middle school boyfriend. Because uh, that photo is clearly from middle school. Look at <laughs> look at middle school Jinho. <laughs> they even make fun of it. They like, make yeah, fun of that this though. middle school. No, face. totally. But I mean, right. you know, they're also they're it's high school funny. students. Like, also Hyunmoo's a high school student right now. So like, let's 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 slow on the brakes a little bit here, right? <laughs> His kid could be a high school student. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they get the cool benefit of doing a, a DNA blood test. Also, they just randomly. Yeah, this was one of the like, I I, I don't know, the. The more geniusy moments, right? When they have hosts and they ask, they started like asking if they could do things more. Uh-huh. And then after they have it, can I get a blood test? <laughs> yeah, because this is they discover the blood test, the blood on the uh, sink, right in yeah. uh-huh. the bathroom, and then that's where John's like, "Oh yeah, I had to wash off my face, and that's where the blood got on my shirt." And then they get the additional on-site investigation later in the second part, and then they're just like, "Oh man, if only we could get you know a DNA or a blood test." And then they like start looking around like, can you tell us? Can we get DNA? Can you tell us the blood type? And then just instantly they're like, the results of the DNA test are back. It's like, did you? I guess they foresaw this. No, I think what foresaw ha- that they were gonna ask. I mean, the way it read to me was that like some like a director backstage was like, yeah, I guess that's fine. That's interesting. <laughs> but they had to, you know, come up. I guess did it matter in the end? Not, not really. It didn't. Whose really blood it was? No. Down. Yeah. It's a, it's another false clue because it's like one of the guy, the guy's blood is not relevant because he he was just injured from the basketball thing. Yeah, and they uh, said it. Yes, yeah, so it was actually John's blood, but then it was also Sarah's blood. Yeah, so Sarah's somebody, blood is there because she was killed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's at this point that we get my favorite part: the uh, interrogations. Mm-hmm. Just just the funniest just, and most satisfying. Even if you're enjoying the case and you're separate from the humor, you're just there to like learn about the case. Uh, we get good information out of all of these ones. Uh, yeah. Again, Hyunmu and and Jiyun, they have the best segment to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I just I enjoy their chemistry the most. It's great, you know, because I think it's I think Hyunmu starts off and he's like call in Maggie, and then you know they have their spat mm-hmm. back and forth, and then he gets up to go. He's like okay, and then <laughs> Maggie's like uh, oh G- I called you. <laughs> yep, and that's like oh I chose John, <laughs> and she's like and she's like, like tapping the table like sit down sit down let's go take a yep. seat come, it's come my on, turn come on. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah love it they're so funny oh my god uh and then i guess this is not that weird but like while they're doing investigations or interrogations everyone else gets to keep investigating as much as they want uh-huh yeah they just have infinite time to just fuck around in the in the space and i mean they find they get the you know dna blood test while i think this goes on so like john does not know that his blood was found next to sarah so people have all this suspicion of him without, you know, him being able to disprove it or say, like, guys, that's ridiculous. Of course, somebody washed something off in a sink when they killed him. Right. Him. He's not involved in that. Yeah. This is also when uh, it's John with Tom, I think, Jeno uh, calls in Hyunmu. And he doesn't, like, try to accuse Hyunmu, but he tries to start, like, an alliance or try to conspire against people. And I think... Jino and Bangul both do this. They're like, you know, listen, I don't think it's you to the person they call in, but we have to have a majority because even if, you know, even I know who the killer is, if it's just me voting, it doesn't matter. So let's at least, you know, work together, guys, and have a majority. And that was super suspicious, except two people did it then. And I was like, oh, I thought it was I thought it was just smart. I mean, like. You, I feel like the interrogations so far have never netted anything because people are like, either people are going to tell the truth 
and it's probably going to be suspicious because like as is confirmed on this episode if you are innocent you have to tell the truth yeah. um it's the rules and like everyone's set up to be insanely suspicious like the most <laughs> innocent bystander just happened to like take a picture of like a bloody knife and be like got this one for sarah i mean like it's fucking cartoonish how how e- guilty everyone looks um but then if you're if you're the criminal you're just going to lie and it's not that hard to come up with some convincing lies in these circumstances so i feel mm-hmm. like actually mm-hmm. interrogating someone is kind of useless i th- I thought that at first, too. Like, oh, Geno's, like, being smart. He's using his genius skills, and he's going to, like, work and play the game and try to work with people. But then I'm like, wait. By the same argument of, like, hey, we all have to have a majority to vote off the criminal, the criminal would also want to make sure everybody's going to vote for one person because then they get to steal more money at the end. Sure, sure. And so I was suspicious of Geno, but then Bangul does it immediately after. I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> I don't know who it is. No, I don't even know. I had the same yes. thought. I, yeah, this, I, I just think the, the interrogations are more fun for like lear- learning little bits of like, oh, it seemed like you were lying back there. Why did you lie? Let's like, let's rap about this and you can be honest with me now and we can form, this is where we can form an alliance if you so choose. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't want to form an alliance with me? Well, now I know to not trust you. Like it kind of gives them the opportunity to lock in their preconceived biases. It's just more button of heads and yeah. And I wonder if we'll see the, <laughs> the meta evolve as as time goes on to a point where like i mean i could see a situation where no one like like if um if hyunmu had discovered the button earlier and just held on to it and kept it to himself and then pulled jack in and be like Mm -hmm. what do you think about whack this and having to get that like live reaction locked in a room with him i could see how that could be really valuable when you're just re-examining them on stuff they've already figured out an answer to that doesn't seem particularly valuable but if you have fresh things to suddenly get their reaction on in a closed environment that seems like that could be useful Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so let's let's talk we know we're talking about the button during this time when they get the bonus investigation and they're doing the interrogations i think hyunmu's just walking out of interrogation and jack is walking around and he's like you know we're all students. We're all dressed up in our uniform. But why does Henry have his sleeves rolled up? And you know, I heard the word sleeves. My ears perk up. Uh-huh, and then natural. he's like messing with... Like I think at this time they were investigating the clocks. Because it turns out that the clock in the music room is set differently. It's two minutes behind. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, let's play with you know, Jack's sleeves. Let's unroll them. And then eventually he finds out that a button is missing from Jack's sleeve. And they go wild, like, oh, it's a you know an important clue because they think probably it's you know like last time they didn't find the raincoat, they didn't find this important clue, and they just found an important clue at like the midnight hour again. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, that's a, you know everybody scrambles to go find a button. And the dumbest thing is that they find the button finally. Uh, Mu is digging <laughs> through some paint, and like a needle in a freaking haystack finds it. And he's like, oh my god, oh my he's, god, yeah. I freaking found it we nailed it we nailed it this is so perfect oh my god we found out who it is it's, and it's i was Jack. i was in i was like okay you know what that's like again my fucking game theory right i was like <laughs> this button was so well hidden it has to be decisive and right it, it was so obvious was. and damning though well i mean but so with the raincoat right yeah i mean like it feels so obvious and it's because it's you know because it's again it's like it. it's 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 decisive because it's so hard to find like he fucking picked up a bucket that had been used to wash up paint 
and jammed his hand to the bottom of it after moving a filter out of the way. Like, again, designer theory, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. if you go that far, you deserve the reward. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's, it's further proof that the I think the placement of the evidence is um and like what they find is com- and none like a, most of the show I don't think is scripted at all, but that is a good moment of like yeah that this Hyunmu really did find that yeah and really yeah. did find a well hidden clue, it's just not the clue that they needed and hilariously <laughs> the the perfect clue which I just jump ahead a teensy bit was the fucking flute which was right there and had a huge dent in it weird huh weird how that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a missing. So there was a two flute cases, right? One had yep. a flute in it. One didn't have a flute in it. And Henry was the only one who found it, and so it was played up like you know this big clue. It ends up not mattering at all. <laughs> and also, there is another button because Jack actually his button is under the basketball hoop because he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe I lost it, you know, while playing basketball. Nobody looks there or nobody finds it. So it's like they find half of a damning clue, yeah. and it's damning in the wrong direction, actually. That's perfect, yeah. though. That's that's what I like yeah, out of this. Yeah, I'm so loving out of the show. <laughs> it's like, you guys did it. You you weren't dumb. You didn't, like, miss the click. Them missing the raincoat was like, oh, like, I get it. Yeah, you miss a single thing, and then you're like, oh, sheesh. But them finding the button and then it not being the right clue, and then the right clue being right in front of their eyes all along is like, ooh, yeah, that's... That's also, good. did you notice when Hyunmu pulls out the button, and I think that's right when Jack walks back in, and then Henry's face is so suspicious at that point. It really is. It felt like he's trying not to laugh. He's like visibly like he sees the button and he's like nervous, not even nervous laughing, just like trying not to bust out laughing. He's going to giggle at any second. You think, well, it's perfect because that's a moment where you're like, oh, whoops. Uh, uh, and then they, they perfectly time it. And then they're like, final vote coming in now. Like, like it's a freaking <laughs> script. That's the part where it feels like a scripted drama. But I yeah. think they just plan, like, it's just producers hovering, watching them investigate and then deciding yeah. when those timers are up. And uh, they're like, yep, it's final voting time. Now you have to decide. And now you think you have conclusive evidence. So Henry might be screwed. It was like when you guys said, you know, if... <laughs> uh, if Jino is the criminal, they might just be like, hey guys, can we just call it after one episode? This guy looks so just suspicious, nervous. He's like giggling. He's got to be the criminal. That's the exact look that Henry had on his fucking extremely face. Is, extremely is. It was so confusing. I was like, is this guy, is he really not able to? Is he actually, <laughs> you know? And furthering this uh, excitement that like it really feels like it could be anyone and we thought we had the exactly right answer, uh, mm. we get to the vote. And it's a three-way tie. <laughs> yeah, so Anna, John, and Jane have zero votes. And then everybody else has two votes. And it's, like, shown at the last second that Tom Jin-ho switches his vote because there was an, this, like, alliance that was going to vote for Maggie, right? But then for some reason, Jin-ho at the last second is like, ah, oh, no, it must have been Jack. And he switches his vote to make it this three-way tie. And then they introduce more rules and like, okay, well, now everybody who's has two votes step up onto this podium. The rest of you three have to agree on a single person. And it's clear, I think, by Jin Ho's posthumous logic, it's clear that they knew that in advance that that's how that worked. No, oh, okay, yeah, but yeah. Otherwise, it, yeah. I, well, it's it's I, it's a really clever play from Jin Ho too because he's like. Oh, me switching my vote guarantees that it wasn't me, right? And he like doesn't really explain his logic. And then someone asks him like, "Wait, I don't understand what you just said." And he's like, 
basically what it means is I'm not the guilty one. And they're like, okay, like they well, do. They he does. Just, he yes. does explain it. He's like, he's like, he listen, does. if I was the killer, I would just commit and get someone like I could have gotten Maggie locked away. I didn't. I had second thoughts because I'm not the killer. And I'm not just like, I'm not just trying to throw someone on the bus. I'm trying to figure this out with the rest of you. We're all friends here. And they're like that. Make, yeah, I'm so sorry. We, I'm so sorry. We put you up on <laughs> come down, friend. Friend, step down from Get off there. the podium. He and says, then Jack and Maggie are up back. there. Yeah. And yeah, this is the moment. Jack and Maggie are up there, and they're the two suspicious ones. And it's a split vote. I think Hyunmu chooses Maggie, and then Bungle is like, no, I think it's Jack. And then they like, okay, you know, I think it's Hyunmu's like, okay, you guys, you know, we'll have one final segment here. Defend yourselves. And Maggie's like, guys, I told you it wasn't me, and you know, yada, yada. And then Jack says, there is no evidence that I did not do it, but I yeah. didn't do it, guys. <laughs> and that's that moment. Gino's like, I changed my vote, so it can't be me. Yunji's like, yep. I need to pee, guys, but also I didn't do it. <laughs> like, I need to go to the bathroom. Can we end this? And then Henry's like, I don't think I did it. If I did, weird, but okay, sure. Bummer. <laughs> that's a bummer if I did that. <laughs> like, right. What are you doing, Henry? Yep. And in the end, they decide. You know, it's uh, Yunji has the final vote, and she's like, ah, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with it." And it's Maggie. And so then, sure enough, they put uh, Jiun in jail. And then they reveal that it was fucking Jin Ho. Tom uh-huh. was the criminal. Yep. Uh-huh. And I was so confused. Like it's the an, logic. It really. That- it's another one where <sighs> it just feels so obvious. You're like, "Ugh, I'm stupid." It was. It was as simple as it. Of course, it was the student council president. He has everything to lose. He's just, he's trying to get attention. Like, that's it. Done. Yeah. And turns out he was, you know, this, like, he was obsessed about, you know, being this squeaky clean kind of guy. Like, he's the student council president. He wants to put his past with the, you know, shunned girl Sarah behind him. And so, like, he got really embarrassed when Anna asked, you know, Sarah's mom asked him basically to take care of Sarah. And then his friend saw that and he's like, oh, no, I'm embarrassed. And then they egged him on and we saw those group chats and turned out, yeah, like they egged him on to, to kill her. And then he did kill her. And that was it. Yeah, it's really good. And and then I actually really like this. I don't remember if they did this last week, but we get like a whole segment of him explaining how he got away with it. Yeah. It's like the Scooby-Doo, like, now that the guy's mask is off, he's just going to tell you what happened. And mm-hmm. he's just like, yeah, every time that they suggested someone else, I just said, yeah, it's him. And then when they leaned towards me, I, I didn't say anything. And I just kept my cool. <laughs> and then he's like, I think the line is like, it wasn't complicated. <laughs> yeah. It was so, I was so confused because the logic when they were on the podium of Jeno being like, guys, if I was the criminal, I would have just kept my vote the same and voted for Maggie. I'm like, yeah, that's like the only 100% true thing like sure thing i've heard in the show in terms of logic and then it turns out no he was just really sure that his alliance to vote maggie was going to fall apart and people were going to go vote for jack so it was like yeah oh, no, it was it was it was a really jack. smart like like he's hedging his bets right because like it's so mm-hmm. there are three possible outcomes one the two people he sided with don't do what he says yeah. and so then it's like He's he's in a sticky position, but then he's like, but look, I said, you know, I was going to do this and I changed my mind. You know, he has that argument. Two, they do what they said they would do. And he has that. But three, if they vote for him, he can create a tie. He's really yeah. he's really just figured it out and, and he's he's covered all of his bases. I mean, like, obviously, there's a world in which all five of them just suddenly go, wait, it was Tom. But like accepting that he really played it so well. 
It like, really you know what? felt like scripted. Yeah, exactly. It, well, it feels like he's 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 like looking through the rules a little bit and like exceeding the standard way of play in a way that reminds me very much of the season two moment. I believe this was him also, right? Where the card looking at the back of the cards. That was season one, but yeah, it was season one. But yeah, yeah but that was him, right? That. Open pass the classic. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you <laughs> didn't even like, consider like a like a sub terranian level of the rules of this game like oh you don't have to you don't have to uh keep the vote one way to do uh if you're the killer you don't actually have to do that it's just expected <laughs> that you'll do that oh shit you you tricked everyone with like a basic move great work yeah every yeah, time i forget <laughs> every time i forget because i we love like hyunmu is hilarious and like all the girls are hilarious on the show and then we were like oh yeah jinho's also here and like henry's funny and he's a big character jinho's also here whatever whatever and then he does this stuff, and I'm like, this guy's the man. Everything. <laughs> and the genius, he does this. In Crime Scene, he's doing this. He's just good. He is just it was good the stuff. genius. Da, 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 end credits, yeah. Dang it, fe- it was such a good it was such a good escalation. It felt like a like a scripted like visual novel Danganronpa moment of like, oh, you know, everyone, even after one episode, like you know the structure, right? And then suddenly, like, there's a thing beyond, right? You know, it's the class trial. Everyone's chosen, you know, the victim, right? Everybody's chosen the criminal here. And it's like, oh, actually, no. Now there's the three-way tie, and we have, like, this extra thing tacked on to the end, which just continues the, you know, anxiety and the hype about it all. Hell yeah. It was so entertaining. I do have one question, though. Yeah. Uh, You know, Alan, you can go first. I'll hold my question. Well, it's just it's a really good episode of television. We have a really good case, and then we get our moral, and then I'm sad, <laughs> and then I'm deeply saddened by the writers of this show. Let's because let's hear the moral. What's the moral, Alan? Well, Give it to the us. lady comes on and she says this is a based on a real case where this kid basically on a bet like killed uh, his ex girlfriend uh, because he felt the pressure of being the student president. Also, he like consumed a lot of really violent media and video games and movies. Uh, if you want your kid to not be a murderer, make sure they have their own identity and don't let them consume too much violent media and video games. Strong Excuse sense me. Of ethics, more awareness. Yeah. What are you doing? It's 2014 <laughs> when this show is coming out. Oh, Y'all know that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's embarrassing. It's pretty, pretty weak sauce extremely weak sauce. I mean, we all know that Jinho, from all his StarCraft playing, secretly commands a squad of assassins <laughs> and has, you know... Like, it's, ba- it's basically like saying that, though. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Six. it's pretty bad. Look on your forehead. Yes? Is there a laser pointer? Pew! I, I, my eyes, I can't see there. It's like Look StarCraft like- sound. <laughs> nuclear missile launch detected. Nu- nu- <laughs> nu- nuclear missile launch detected. So, we require additional pylon. Backing up a bit, right? Mm-hmm. We had the the thing with the statue, right? Yeah, like the, with the clay just sort of like like stuck in there. Yeah, so there was an apparent murder weapon next to Sarah's body, it in which we're told you know she died from a head injury, and there was this statue that was or the sculpture that was like filled with clay to make it super heavy so it could kill somebody. So that's that clay like was just plugged in there as like a a red herring. I yeah. It's the plug zone. <laughs> I'm going to close the call. <laughs> I got You're going to have to edit both. in a Discord leaving sound. You're just going to have to edit it in. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. 
mother. I thought with I thought with two Absolute. people, there's no way I could get away with it. Absolute motherfucker. You're going to have to edit in additional pylons because I'm taking away all my resources from this show. God damn it. Oh, my God. I, Hi, guys. It's the Plug Zone. Gas. My name's Alan Ibrahim. I am co- the co-host of another awesome podcast called Chats, a television podcast, which you can find wherever you listen to those. It's a show where my friend and John and I watch two episodes of Babylon 5 every week, a show we've never watched before, and talk about it and try to critique it from a modern political standpoint. Check it out. Nick. I'm a conscientious objector. Fuck you. All right. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I'm at Six Detmar on Twitter, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Uh, you can find me there. Pin tweet has all the shows that I do. I will especially shout out my Patreon, patreon.com slash scanline media. That's myself and my best friend, Jennifer Uncle. We create things like podcasts and articles and stuff you should check out. Um, and, and just closing things out, I'm going to read the last few lines of Mario Murder Mystery Adventure. Thank you. Ha! shouted Toadette. She aimed the gun at Peach just in case and pulled the trigger. The bullet went deep into Peach's head. Then Toadette hear the door knock. She ran to the upstairs window and climbed outside. She landed on the fresh grass outside and blundered. This normal party turned out to be a nightmare, she thought. Toadette turned and walked into the trees. Nobody ever saw Toadette again. (gasps) Sounds like a party. A Mario party. Thanks so much, everybody, and peace out.